If the world doesn't come to a horrific end, we might be on to something. <sighs> Speaking of horrific endings, that's not the way to get into what we're talking about. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is dead. Oh, R.B. Jizzle. Jizzle mm, feels not. I okay, R.B. Jizzle. R.B. Jizzle feels like a sandwich I ate in college when I was drunk. <laughs> was fucking an Arby's roast beef with cum um, on it. Mm. Uh, that sounds really delicious right about now. You are a I'm hungry. sick, sad individual. I'm hungry. I'm horny and hungry. You do not want to be around me right now. Yeah, right Wait, now? I'm going to eat your dick. <laughs> Thank God. God already ate my dick in the womb and gave me a cursed vagina. <sighs> Anywho, so RBG is dead. Speaking of your vagina and having yeah. choices about it. Uh, I mean, this is, it's, it's a weird time right now. I just, I'm infuriated that Mitch McConnell blocked Obama from electing somebody by blocked him from electing a judge during yeah. an election year. And now and made Mitch McConnell is like, we're pushing this through. Yeah. I mean, there's like clips of him being like, you can quote me blah, blah, blah. So I'm not a hypocrite. And then. Is that what is that what's happening? Are they yeah. really trying to push it That's through? That's what they're trying to push it through. Motherfucker. I can't even watch the news anymore. I'll it's- be honest, I stopped watching the news, so all I know is hearsay, and I didn't know if that was accurate or just like the fear being pushed out on Twitter of people going, it's because Yeah, no, it's uh there's a lot of fear. Yeah, but, but it's I mean stemming from a very fearful thing. Yeah, and I saw happening. I saw something saying Trump had been like, you know, we're gonna try to do this as soon as possible. I love how Trump seat. is like, Trump is like, Oh, we're going to get a woman in there. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. You yeah. Think, you think you're going to put a woman in there and we're all going to be okay with the fact that you should not be putting a judge in during an election year. The precedent was sent set. Yeah. I mean, let's just talk about how great RBJ, set, RBG is. I don't know. The, yeah. The, the precedent was set by Mitch McConnell when Obama was in office. That's the thing before. Okay. Wait, let's just, let's just talk about Ruth Bates. Ruth Bates, Batesy Bates. Bates. The Honorable Bader Ginsburg. Uh, I think it's really entertaining to watch this outpouring of love. And I want to like quiz like most of these people and be like, oh, everyone who's like, she's a queen. Well, because she sort of in the last few years became this pop culture icon. Yeah, she's a f- she they she became RBG. Yeah, the notorious RBG. Um. But it is like how many people really know anything about her life's work? Yeah. Uh, versus just like, well, I know she like did some good stuff for women and it's popular. Yeah. So it's so broad and vague. Like she was made sort of a figurehead by yeah. like leftist po- political people. Mm-hmm. Which and I, hipsters. Right, I feel like hipsters. So, are- I mean, if you're going to lift someone up, good. But I do. That's an interesting take on like. So you think a lot of people probably don't know jack shit about. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They're just yeah. like, what makes you feel that way? I, how I barely know anything about her. How does everybody know something about her? 
I mean, I mean, I know she accomplished cool shit. I don't know what the shit is. Yeah, I know she. I I know like quotes of hers for gender stuff. Yeah, that are very empowering. But then lately, I'm seeing a lot of, and granted, this is on Twitter, and that's next episode. We'll go into the whole social dilemma and, and the nightmare. I mean, how many times we're going to talk about social media? Maybe we won't. But here's the problem: we have to talk about social media because it is a huge issue that we are facing. Well, yeah, no, it, I mean like, well, we'll get to that yeah, next yeah. episode, but the, and we'll, we're going to talk about the social dilemma over there because it, it really highlights, I think what we've all been thinking, but from points of views of these people who are really involved, but I mean, yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg sort of was this figurehead, uh, for feminism, mm-hmm. which rightfully so she, she had a hand in a lot of, you know, court cases are just a lot of, Her work was inherently feminist, which is what I love about her is I've always been of the idea that like the greatest feminists of our time don't need to tell you they're a feminist. They're just kicking ass in male dominated industries. Yeah, They're just making it happen instead of protesting and talking about it and writing about it. They're just out there. Of course, there's like a a good reason for a lot of protests, but there's these there's so many people who just hugely self-identify as a feminist and they need to tell you about it. They need to put it on their clothing. They mm. need to be like, it's part of as their identity. A feminist. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, as a feminist, are you doing anything except tweeting about how you're a feminist? Yeah. Like what have you, you think done? That's the heavy lifting. Yeah. You that's think like, that's going to get us equality. Yeah, why don't you, you fucking tweets? Go fucking succeed at something besides being snarky on Twitter so that you can actually lift women up. Yeah. Because being a fucking snarky person on Twitter. Not helping anybody. Nobody helps. It doesn't even help you. Yeah. No, it's like all these cool people who think I'm like cool. They retweet me. Oh, I'm woke. Great. Mazel tov. The whole idea of God, I was just on the phone earlier with our show producer talking about just this idea of people who really feel like because they say things on the internet and get a little traction that they're helping. And it's like, if that's all you're doing, you are not helping. You are not at all, even a little bit part of the solution. What a social warrior. Like, so I guess that highlights this whole, uh, I Ruth Bader Ginsburg is this amazing person. It is a very scary time going, who is going to replace her? What are their ideals? Which that whole conversation, by the way, when people go, they're going to replace her with a conservative judge. The person who learned about Supreme Justice in me, who was like a third grade little girl, who, by the way, I wanted to be a Supreme Court justice when I learned about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I thought she was so cool. But I go like, I'm sorry, a conservative judge, a liberal judge? Isn't the whole fucking point of the Supreme Court? Like, aren't you not supposed to be biased? Yeah. You're supposed to just figure out the text. Great point. Like when of all the things like Brett Kavanaugh, everyone hates him and fine. Great. Like all everyone on the left side. And obviously the fact that there's someone who is potentially uh, a sexual predator is disgusting in any, like they shouldn't have any type of leadership of the country or voice of authority. Mm -hmm. But the most problematic thing for me in that trial was when he was like the liberals. And it's like, Whoa, you're not supposed to have, you're not supposed to have a political agenda. You're supposed to be down the fucking middle and doing what's right for the people and translating the text. So it's like, I don't know. I do. I will say we're getting off the rails here, but I will say I do love the Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote of like when people people like, well, how many women on the Supreme Court will be enough? And she's like, when there's nine, when there's nine women, because there have been nine men all the time and nobody batted a fucking eye. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I. 
don't think that will ever happen. Oh, never. Never. We will crumble before it gets to that level of... no chance. That's... No, no, no. We're never gonna happen. Well, but also, like, Trump going, I'm thinking we're gonna get a woman in there. It's obviously there are women who lean conservative, and that's clearly who's gonna go to. But that points to this whole other issue of, you know, faux progressivism. Yeah. In the in the fucking manner that and it it definitely happens probably more on the liberal side because they're more concerned with what about representation, which rightfully so. But it becomes this for so many people or organizations who want to like tout their progressiveness. It becomes this checkbox of like, do we have a woman? Do we have a black person? And it's like. Yeah, you shouldn't be filling a void. You should just be giving equal opportunity and those yeah. things will naturally happen. It, it will become Hap- naturally yeah, diverse. This isn't a casting call. But people go, well, we have a woman, so we don't need to look at women anymore. We checked the box. What are you booking a stand-up show in LA? I mean, like, it's literally the same thing. No, if they were, because they wouldn't have women wouldn't on it. at all. <laughs> um, it, that's, it's literally, that's what happens though, is people get this mindset of, well, we have the woman, so... Uh, yeah, we're good. We don't need yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. We did our due diligence by allowing, by so graciously finding this one woman. Trump's Trump's whole thing, I think, with the woman is like, I'm going to elect a woman. So that runs interference on the fact that she's conservative. I mean, that'll make me look like a hero. Maybe. And it's also like maybe he's. Yeah, that's him going. Yeah, you know, we're probably going to fill it, but we're going to put in another woman. But don't also, worry. Yeah, yeah. But also maybe he's so dumb that he thinks that's all that people care about. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it kind of is. Everybody's so obsessed with boxes being checked. Yeah. So it, maybe it is. It's like people get mad at you for misboxing them, but then they still want you to check all the boxes. <laughs> that's it's funny. It's a fucking hellhole. But I mean, there really is this... Uh, obviously... Many major news outlets jump to worst case scenario. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. They feed off of fears and they play into the thing you want to hear. But like for me, and I don't know if you're feeling this way, there is a little bit of that. Okay. So like, what if this does turn into him? It's tail. Yeah. Like what if they do roll back? I don't think most people want to fuck with abortion rights and most people don't give a fuck who gets married, but it's such a, like power tool to appeal to these like crazy extremists uh, of, of either group. But right now, obviously the group in power is right wing. So what if they do like put forward a woman who's like, abortion's the worst thing that happened. Could, you know, absolutely not. Yeah. And then because there's a woman saying she's pro-life. Yeah. That somehow justifies the idea that a woman shouldn't have any type of agency or choice about her own body. This is interesting. Um, uh, one of our patrons in the live chat, if you are interested in coming to the live chats, log into patreon.com slash two filthy nerds and uh, patronize us. Yes. And then patronize you too us. can be in the live chat. So patronize. one of our patrons is saying that the top choice for uh, Supreme Court from Trump is a mother of seven. Which means probably not a big fan of abortion. Not at all. I also love another one saying that he's probably going to nominate a woman who literally has a handmaid. Yeah. Um, Which is fucking hilarious and terrifying. But no, it's like... And here's... Oh God, I fucking... I don't know if one day... should Have we ever... Uh, Here's a good good point. Uh, One of our patrons said, uh, the, the 
cult um cult 45 is what he's calling him which is really funny i've never heard that um cult 45 will call us progressive hypocrites for not supporting her nomination because she's a woman true that'll probably happen well and that when that the thing is that's inherently a problem when people go a woman it's time for a woman it's time for a woman and all you shout is the message of it's time for a woman and then they just go okay well here's a woman let me just grab a woman off the street let me take any old woman throw her in there all you asked for was a woman and then you have to go, well, not this one. And I think it's like also this idea that any woman is better than another man for any position is like insane and insulting to the fact that there are plenty of women who are extremely qualified. Extremely. Yes. Like when people go, it's just time for a woman. It would be great to have a woman. That doesn't mean just shove someone in there. Does she have a cunt? Well, I guess you don't even need that, according to J.K. Rowling. Yeah, yeah, and according to not, not, not according not to J.K. Rowling, Rowling. Yes, she does. Yes, uh, she has to. But it, it's like fucking. There are plenty of women who would exactly check that box that mm-hmm. are still going to be like, oh, abortion. No, 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 no. I mean, look at oh, fucking wait. Umbridge. Somebody, for fuck's sake. Somebody just wrote, uh, two of the seven kids are adopted. Oh, that's. I love. It. I love rescue kids. Here's what I'll say about that: is. I love that. If you're going to be, cause here's how I feel about people who are pro-life. I'm fine with you being pro-life. Keep your, like, is, don't interfere with my choice, but if you choose to not engage in abortion, I understand that. But people who are actively pro-life, that's what I always say is I'm like, cool. Are you, are you adopting kids? Are you fostering kids? Yeah. That's what I, I pitched. That, so by you're, the way. you're just pro-birth. Yeah. And not pro-life. Because if you're pro-life, then you take care of those that are alive. Yeah. Then you wouldn't be so mad that people need the fucking system to help them out. Because yeah. it's like, just give birth, but don't don't ask for a fucking penny in yeah. hell. No, 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 no. How dare you? How dare you take advantage of the welfare system? Yeah. How dare you expect help for this thing we wouldn't let you get rid of? Oh, you're just having more kids because you want a tax break. It's like, that's fucking, nobody wants to do that. Nobody is blowing out their pussy further because they want a couple, a hundred something more bucks. And if they are a thousand percent, they're probably Republican. Also get a C-section at some point. Stop blowing out your pussy. I mean, my God, lock it up, Um, lock it up or get an abortion. Speaking of locking it up, shit's getting crazy over in Harry Potter land. Yeah. So uh, this is what we're going to do. We're taking a break and we're going to talk more about women who are shitty, probably, because I'm assuming Umbridge is going to come up. You know she is. Cunch bridge. Anyway, we will be right back. And we are back. We're back and about the same as ever. About truly about the same as ever. I just had a huge snacky. Yeah, she did. What seemed like a maybe minute break to you guys was half an hour over here. That was like 20 minutes. No respect of our time. I'm fucking hungry. Actually, that wasn't 20 minutes. It was 10 minutes. All right, here we go. (laughs) The Centaur and the Sneak, chapter 27. Shit. I mean, this is a great chapter and shit's getting... We're hitting the part of the book where it's like, all right. This is when it starts just snowball rolling and it's just taking people out. The drama... Is upon us. So we ended the last episode with Ferenz or Ferenze, as they keep pronouncing it in the audiobook I'm listening to. I like Ferenz. We'll keep it as Ferenz. I like Ferenz too. Dumbledore basically dropped me his big old fucking wizard dick and being like, oh, like the biggest wizard dick. 
First of all, you can't, you can fire this Trelawney, but like I get say over who stays here. Also, I found a replacement and the, the decree says if I can't find a suitable replacement and I did. And not only is he like, fuck you, I got someone else. It's like, fuck you. This is a non full human, which Umbridge, you know, she hates the bane of her existence. Like anything that pisses Umbridge off. I am here for it. Yeah. Umbridge is a cunt. I think she is the most villainous villain ever. Yeah. No, I think that. And especially as we get further into these chapters, we'll see her. Oh, oh my God. It's exponential. It's exponential how bad she gets. But like, yeah, no, she, I think would be among the ranks of the worst villains of yeah, all time of all time for sure yeah the, there's the, a lot there's of people a, who think a, she's worse than voldemort oh yeah yeah yeah. i people are like oh my god i hate umbridge way more than i hate voldemort but is, is that because we hate women <laughs> is this internalized misogyny that we're experiencing someone would say that she's the kind of fucking person that like ruin like there's so many people that go oh if a man is assertive and he tells people what to he you know he's called assertive if he gives direction yeah, to the office but i'm called a bitch and it's like yeah maybe you're a bitch yeah you're dolores. probably a bitch dolores is such an insufferable fucking cunt of a woman and it infuriates me Anytime her name comes up to the point where if she doesn't die soon, along with Percy, I've said it every single time we've recorded. You just want Umbridge and Percy dead. Umbridge and Percy need to die. These are her wishes. So fucking fast. (sighs) This, this chapter shit gets fucking awesome as far as Dumbledore dropping dicks. I mean, oh yeah, no, it's, it's all fuck. Yeah, I guess you're right. So it starts We've got so, a new divination teacher. Divination's been moved to the ground floor because Ferenz, as a centaur, obviously can't climb a ladder. This is what I loved. The, the whole classroom turned into like a, a forest. Yeah, because, because that's his environment. Go, they can't go to the forest because Ferenz said he would do this for Dumbledore as a favor. He would teach this divination class. And the other centaurs who are still in the forest are like, bro, you can't do that. And we saw this we don't give We don't give our secrets to those fucking humans. Humans, yeah. We don't... Also, we, are not, we don't work for the humans. Yeah. They are, they're a very proud uh, race of animals. Yeah. And they basically were like, fuck you. You're out, dude. Don't and come back They here. got into a huge fight and he left. Yeah, so he's... And the first day of class, Ferenz walks in, sees Harry Potter, and he's like, tip of the hat, tip of the chapeau. Absolutely. And then Harry notices this, uh, like, a hoof mark bruise on his chest. Yeah. And so Harry's like, well, shit must have gone down over in the uh, old forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and, and when he fills him in on, like, I'm not allowed there anymore, you sort of infer, like, all right, that's obviously a fucking mm-hmm. big old kick to the chest. Big old kick to the dick in the chest. The dick chest. yeah. And I mean, he, he's sort of like, he's a cool teacher because he really does have these divination skills, but he, he basically also says like, look, realistically, most of you aren't going to be able to do this. Yeah. Like, and I love that. Yeah. That he's Whereas like, this Trelawney is, was like, you can learn this. He's like, eh, most of this is just impossible. Yeah. It's like looking for meaning and stuff. The very, she's, she was very into like fortune telling, Ooh, it looks like this. So that means, you know, doom and gloom as we all know. Yeah. But Ferenz talks about how centaurs kind of do like an impartial reading of the stars. Yeah, they're actually magical creatures. Yeah. Oh, he points something out, though. He's like, the way Mars looks, which they they mentioned this before in book two. He, You know, they were like, Mars is bright tonight. So he says the way Mars has been in the sky indicates that 
humans and everyone has been living, have they been living in a short time between two wars? Yeah. Which is interesting because we know, you know, 15 years ago, Voldemort, that was one of the wars. Yeah. A war came to an end. And now there's thoughts that maybe we're on the cusp of another one. I think it's pointing in that direction. No, we are. So yeah, Uh, this was cryptic at the end of class. Ferenz is like, Hey, Harry, can you just give a message to Hagrid? Yeah. Can you just let him know it's not working? Yeah. To give it up. Yeah, he goes, his attempt is not working. He would be better to abandon it, which is like... And Harry's like, but what does that mean? And he's like, just tell him. And of course, Harry being a classic 15-year-old is like, all right, fucking whatever. (laughs) A very Harry response. (laughs) Okay. But But he has no idea what that means. Meanwhile, the owls... OWLs, as I call I them. I like them owls. Ordinary um, wizarding levels. Owls are coming uh, coming up. They're on the horizon. It's fifth year. That's when they happen. People are so fucking stressed. Because this is huge. I mean, this is like a lot of these shape your future. And, yeah. you know, I think that that's a lot of pressure as a 15-year-old. That, like, how you do on this will affect careers you can get. I mean, that's wild. That would be like taking an SAT and being like, well, whatever score you get in this determines what you're going to do for the rest of your fucking life. I mean... If you do, but I mean, it a little bit does a little bit, but not, not, I don't not think like it's your specific career. Like but this is like, this says your like exact career path, depending on how you do on the owls. Yeah. It's for the record. I can tell you, you could do nearly perfect on the SATs and still do nothing with your life and have just not enough money to go to college either way with scholarships and become a professional clown who, who's like, I'm a philosopher who talks about cum, but it's, it's an art. You this know? is actually both of our biographies yes. kind of at the same time. <sighs> Anywho, so the DA, Dumbledore's army, is still going on. Yeah, thank God, because there's no one to teach them fucking practical defense against the dark arts. And I'm pumped that they they moved on to Patronus Charms. Which is super which exciting. Is, and also Harry's specialty. So I'm like, I just love... Anytime I think of that Harry's getting the opportunity to shine, I'm like, ah, oh, that's my boy. I feel so proud. Look at him shine. He's shining. He's doing He's his thing. He's up there shining. He's up there kicking ass. So one night they're in... They're in the room of requirement. And Dobby comes in. Running in. like My clit just full speed bursts into the room. The door. Bursts, big clit. Big clit energy. Dobby busts in. And he basically tells them like, look... He does the very Dobby tell of like not wanting to say it and like beating himself up. And Harry's like, just fucking tell me. And he's like, Umbridge is coming. So Harry's like... He's like, but don't say any... Don't, just, you, you didn't hear it from me. Yeah. And of course, you know, Harry's like, all right, he's run! like, everybody fucking run. Wait, have, you heard, have you seen that meme um, where everybody does this thing where it's like the music's playing and then it's everybody run in the song no. and then everybody just takes off running? I have not seen that oh, meme. There's a, I there's wish a I had. For that. Anyways, that's what I was imagining Hilarious. when I saw this. Yeah, people so, just leave out the door, scatter in all directions. So Harry runs out and falls and I'm like, Harry fucking tripped. And yeah. then I find out that Malfoy had put a, a tripping jinx yeah he was standing him. there and did like a trip jinx which made him fall which uh, is so and fucking then annoying. we find out that uh draco mouth oh no wait we already found out that draco was part of this group the squad that, but the so squad. it's not just umbridge it's also her inquisitor squad yeah so the inquisitor squad is helping umbridge you know get these people so they nab harry and then they bring him immediately to dumbledore's office so percy's there kings kingsley shacklebot Shacklebolt. Come Shackle, on, for fuck's Shacklebolt. sake. Sha- I can't read. McGonagall, Cornelius Fudge, Percy Weasley, Kingsley Shacklebolt, and some aura named Dollish, who I feel like we've seen mentioned before. Or maybe in the yeah. department of, maybe yeah, he was in the Weasley chatted yeah, with him yeah, when Weasley they were going to the... Yeah, with him, yeah. Um, anyway, Cornelius Fudge is like, 
just he's just beaten off in the corner he's, he's just so like excited. his dick is so hard to so fucking hard. catch he's harry just, doing oh, some he's shit he's just yanking it in the corner yeah because i mean they've been running this smear campaign all year and now it's like now we're gonna and fucking this have... is on the heels of the the quibbler publishing harry's story yeah so, so they're Fudge about to be like extra fucking amped up to take this kid down you and they're like we know what's up you've got a secret group admit it and oh harry... but wait but so Harry was going to say something and then Dumbledore ever so slightly gives Harry like a look, just the smallest little look. And Harry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Harry's like, no, I don't Nope. A, a student. They're like, they're like, group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, so you deny. Yeah. And then Umbridge is like, well, we've got a witness who says otherwise. And then they bring out this fucking cunt Marietta, who is Cho's friend from Ravenclaw covered in fucking cysts across her face they say sneak because she fucking told because as you may remember hermione jinxed the if you signed the sheet she jinxed it so that if you told anyone this would happen to you yeah and like and it trying, happened to her it happened to her and umber just trying to coax her into saying more but she's like covering her face and not talking yeah but umber is like it doesn't matter i know about your meeting at the hogshead back in october mm-hmm. willie Wittershins, a wizard Who'd been caught making the mm-hmm. oh the guy who was redoing the fucking muggle toilets and making them regurgitate? He was the one covered in bandages way yeah. back at the Hogshead. He heard them and told everything. To which uh, was it McGonagall who goes like, "Oh, I guess that's why yep. he's not being yep. prosecuted." Uh-huh. Is is that why that you're not prosecuting him for a very serious crime? So, yep, obviously that's why that's happening. Um, and so, but here's what here's and they were like, you know, according to the decree, you weren't allowed to be students aren't allowed to be meeting. And then Dumbledore is like, yeah, that's true. Uh, but at the time they went to Hogshead. This decree was not in place. Yeah. So technically no rules were broken. And and everyone's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So he's like, so, I mean, Marietta is going to have to testify to six months worth of meetings for any for there to be any charges against Harry. And like Marietta is like not wanting to talk. Yeah, because of course you're not, because you're looking, somebody just fucking told on the face with your gross ass sneak marks. Mm-hmm. So she keeps denying it. She keeps denying it. At this point, Umbridge is just shaking her, physically yeah. shaking her, like trying to get the truth out of her. Yeah. And Dumbledore's like, this is enough. You know what I mean? Like that fucking le- like leave. Lay off her. Yeah. Lay off. Like yeah. she fucking doesn't have to say anything. She has nothing to say. Professor Umbridge is like, pulls herself together. And she's like, even if there's no evidence of meetings, we did recover a list. Yeah. I called it. I said it. That list that said Dumbledore's army at the top was, was going to come out fuck and haunt them. And it's a rookie mistake. And that's what happened. Yeah. She so pulls then, it out and it's like Dumbledore's army. And Harry obviously is feeling like, well, I'm fucked. And also probably like our bad Dumbledore. At this point, I'm thinking, oh, well, fucking this is this is the end of everybody. Yeah, this is it. And then Dumbledore's like, well, yeah. DA Dumbledore's army yeah he's like it was gonna be the first meeting yeah he's like it doesn't uh, say Potter's army yeah so it's not Harry's army and tonight was supposed to be the first meeting and we didn't end up meeting yeah he's like yeah no we were plotting against you it's exactly what we thought Mm -hmm. but yep we never met, so Harry didn't do anything wrong. And Fudge is just like, oh, oh yeah. Now oh, he, he just, he, he, he nutted. He nutted, just right, he's just yanking it and then blows it right in his face and it's just cum dripping off his face. He's just, like licking his fingers like it's dinner. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, Dumbledore, we're going to have to escort you to the ministry and you're going to have to wait in Azkaban for your trial. And then Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's like, like <laughs> I'm not going oh, to Azkaban. I, I think you misunderstood me. I'm, I'm not willingly giving myself up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm I'm going. I'm leaving. You you're not gonna catch me and yeah. take me. 
And they're like, he, they're like, oh, you think you're going to escape all of us? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, fucking boom, stun spell. Umbridge is out. Fudge is out. Dollish and Kingsley, who we know is actually in the order, but he didn't want things to look fucking suspicious. McGonagall and Harry are both standing there like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He, oh, yeah. He mentions the thing about Kingsley Sh- Shackable. Yeah. He's like, I had to knock him out, too, so there was no suspicion. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys noticed when Marietta wasn't talking, Kingsley had apparently done a very quick memory charm. Yeah. So Marietta has no recollection of what yeah. happened, which... That's why she was, wasn't, wasn't answering. answering. Yes. She wasn't denying it. Cause she thought she was going to get in more trouble or she thought her things were, uh, the cysts was, on her face were going to get worse. She, she literally didn't remember. Didn't remember. So fucking fuck. Yes. Kingsley Shacklebolt. I would like to be Shacklebolted up. Oh, Shacklebolt this ass. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Give Shacklebolt this ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Dumbledore turns to Harry and makes him promise that he's going to keep practicing occlumency. He's as like, hard as he can. It's important and you'll understand soon. He's like, look, I know it's weird, but you'll, trust me. I'm fucking Dumbledore. Will you just trust that this is the right thing to do? And of course, you gotta trust Dumbledore. Yeah, it's like, He's come on, the Harry. only person who fucking knows. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And so... And then Dumbledore bounces in a flash of fire with his Phoenix Fox. Yeah, absolutely. But, the, but before he bounces, as he's telling this thing to Harry, Harry has that fucking feeling again of like... Yeah, he wants to fucking claw him. Deeply wanting to attack him, which is, I don't know, suspect. We have, we've shared a lot of thoughts on that. That freaks me out a lot. They all come back to life, by the way. And Dumbledore had said this. He's like, by the way, they're going to think they were out for like one second. They will have no memory of this. So you guys just pretend you were out and you have no idea where I went because they don't have any idea where I went. So, you know, Fudge gets up and he's like, where where is he? He's, He's like, we don't know. We're out with you guys. Yeah, everyone bolts out trying to, like, you know, dollish Umbridge Kingsley. They're like, let's, you know, scurrying around. McGonagall takes Harry and Marietta out. But as they leave, Harry hears Phineas Nigellus, who we know is somehow a relative of Sirius, mm-hmm. um, say, you know, Minister, I disagree with Dumbledore on many counts, but you cannot deny he's got style. I mean, which... oh, because when I read this, Jessica Michelle was upstairs and I came upstairs and I was like freaking the fuck out, losing her shit, losing my shit. There is, and I mean nothing better than watching Dumbledore drop a dick and not just drop a dick, but fucking lasso it around a room, just carnage, just taking shit out. Oh yeah. His big wizard wang. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like, I think that's like, the standard everyone hopes to achieve in any like industry or what they do is like, you want to be so good that people who fucking hate you because a comedian, it's like, I want people who aren't, who don't like me as a person, which I like to believe those people don't exist, but they don't. They absolutely do not. Um, but I want someone who's like, I don't fucking whatever to laugh. Like I want to break them and have them go fuck. Like there's people who I like, yeah, just the it, undeniability. Yeah, where undeniable. you go like, uh-huh. I fucking cannot stand that person. Yeah. But you're fucking funny. God damn it, they're good. Yeah, you're fucking good. He's damn so it. fucking good. And that and that and that was what Phineas Nigelis was doing. He's just like shit. Yeah. And before For we all his fucking faults, the guy is a fucking there's a reason he is known as the best wizard in the world. Yeah, the greatest wizard of all time. Like, yeah. And before we roll into chapter twenty eight, which we're about to do, we just where do you think Dumbledore went? <laughs> I honestly, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. No clue. None. Zero. Just, he's just out there. Out there. I'm, I'm scared. Across I'm the I'm scared that he, uh, 
I'm actually more scared for Harry because Dumbledore's gone. Oh, you're like, he doesn't have this this person who's always stuck yeah, up for him. Always and stuck him. up for him. And now I'm like, fuck, who's gonna be the fucking headmaster? And I did not see it coming that it was gonna be Bundlebridge. Yeah. I didn't know if she I didn't know if she could be the headmaster, but I guess anything's possible. Yeah. We go into chapter 28, Snape's worst memory, and that's what we start with. Fudge signs educational decree 28, making Umbridge the headmistress of Hogwarts. Okay, I was really excited to find out what Snape's worst memory is. I mean, I knew where this was going. I knew Harry was gonna somehow get into the pensive and see something or have a moment with him where they're doing the mind reading, the occlumency thing. And Harry sees into his mind and sees this. So you knew that was coming based on the title. I knew that was coming based on the title. Like somehow a memory is revealed. Yeah. And the only two ways I would know that a memory is revealed. I also think it's really interesting. Uh, JK really does drop a lot of clues. Like you you don't always realize in one of the chapters, I realized it was a clue. I was like, that is so specific. Because she said when they're on the first lesson, when they're doing the occlumency, she made it a point to point out that every time Snape started the lesson, he would put his wand to his head and pull silver threads out and put them in the pensive. So it's like shit that like he knows that as he much, as, want much as he wants to believe Harry Potter is pompous and not that smart. He's like, but in the event he ends up being good at this, there's shit I do not want yeah. him to see. Yeah. Which it feels highly suspicious that it's like yep. we get to what this memory is, but like, what are the other I was memories? not expecting this memory. I was not. No. I did not think this was going to be like an well, origin story memory. At the end of this chapter, we'll go into what maybe you would have yeah, thought. Yeah, would have thought. Okay. But so everyone's talking about it. Dumbledore got away from how many horrors? He just fucking escaped. Umbridge mm. is locked out of his office. It yeah, won't. I love that. There's no way to get in. Also, they, uh, the jinx that Hermione put on the DA list is so good that the Marietta is just stuck in the infirmary. They can't get her shit to yeah, go Madame away. Yeah, Madame Pomfrey cannot outdo. And Madame Pomfrey can do everything. Yeah, I mean, Madame Pomfrey is a fucking G and she's like, I don't know, man, maybe you shouldn't have ran your fucking mouth. I mean, I feel like Madame Pomfrey deserves a lot more airtime for how great she is. I want the side story. Where is the nurse Jackie version yeah. of Madame Pomfrey? Completely. Just getting railed by Filch in a oh, closet. Oh, you think they're banging it? No, not no. Filch. But who? Who would it be? I don't know. A ghost? Can you get f- ghost fucked? I mean, isn't that what Talk happened? About on, ghosted. Isn't that what ghost is about? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, but it's like, fuck you, Marietta. Snitches get Sisters. Mm-hmm. So shut your fucking mouth. Okay, so they're all talking shit about Umbridge, mm-hmm. obviously, because she is a piece of shit. And Malfoy comes up, mm-hmm. like, as Hermione's about to be like, Umbridge is a cunt. I assume And then is just what she's starts say. taking off points. He's like, mm, 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 mm. like, what a fucking bitch. bitch. Such a bitch. And that's when we find out about the. Okay, so we were wrong in the last chapter. Excuse us, because. We hadn't we hadn't learned about the inquisitional squad. So yet. he's no longer just a prefect. This is when we find out there's an inquisitorial squad. So she's yeah. basically formed. It seems like only Slytherins, mm-hmm. which is telling. Does yeah, anyone yeah. like did Umbridge go to Hogwarts? Does anyone know what house she was in? Can someone look that up? If, if the any of our patrons who are are listening to the live read, if but like can figure that out. Also, all these fucking ass kissing it's all these people who probably are mediocre in school and mm-hmm. want to just like suck the nut of any teacher they can to get some type of advantage but like basically the inquisitorial squad is the fucking 
Gestapo. Is yeah. that wrong? They're, oh, no. It's, it's a perfect. They're the Gestapo. Like, they can just do whatever they want and yeah. take points from people. Yeah, they just, they make it up as they go kind of thing. And they're just like, well, we're under the umbrella of Umbridge, so we can get away with whatever we want. Yeah, and so uh, apparently another person in the... Mm-hmm. The Inquisitorial Squad tried to take points from Fred and George, and they shoved him in a vanishing closet. Which is which is truly amazing because it keeps he still lost for a while. I yeah, guess. he stay, he stays gone. Like no, the thing is, is that Fred and George have known about this vanishing closet forever. They have no fucking idea where it goes. So this guy's just like lost in space somewhere. But fuck you. Um, and the the Weasleys, the twinsies, are like, all right, well now now that Umbridge is the head headmaster, yeah. Let's fuck shit up. Yeah, they're like, it's time for phase one of just total mayhem. Total you mayhem. Know what I mean? You know, these guys are fucking pros. And, and by the way, we're getting confirmation from our Patreon chat. I'm sure no one had doubts about this, and I'm sure some of you probably already knew. She is a Slytherin. So oh, oh, fucking bitch. Fucking snake ass bitch. Uh so Filch calls uh Harry into Professor Umbridge's office. Filch Filch is, you know, super excited about the day that he'll be able to torture. The kids. Yeah, he's that's, like, that's going to be happening. He's like, what's going Like, we're now on the cusp of I can like physically abuse you for yeah. misbehaving is where, which is fucking insane to me. And I yeah. guess like yeah, people probably did get like physically abused in the old yeah. days in schools. This takes place in the 90s. I'm not talking about the 90s as the old days, but like that shit to me is like, wait, what? Yeah. The when I, I remember when I did. um, Did you ever do a field trip to like one of the colonial schools? Where no. you would like have to wear a dunce cap, you'd get in trouble. They had these in Michigan at like the Henry Ford. You Museum. can believe it. There are no uh, colonial schools in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh yeah, I forgot. Anyway, so the in Michigan, that we had ruined at Henry Ford Museum, there was like a colonial school where you would go, and you know you would have to go sit in the corner with a dunce cap, and if you got in a lot of trouble, you know they would simulate beating you with like a yardstick. Simulate by simulate, do you mean like for today we get to beat you with a yardstick? No, 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 they didn't, they did not beat us. It was a private school. They were fearing a, a lawsuit, but if it was public school, I'm sure they would have beat the shit out of the kids. My second grade teacher had a paddle hanging on her wall and she used to paddle kids. Oh, that's so, so G. That was in Mississippi. She was like the scariest teacher in the whole school. I remember going to look at the list of teachers because you would, in the summer before school started, they would just put up the list of, you'd look at a teacher and find your name on a list. And I was yeah. like, anybody but her. And then I was like, and then you got her. And if you were in trouble, if you were talking too much in class, she'd make you sit under her desk and that bitch would fucking kick you. She was nuts. She'd make you sit underneath her desk. Yeah. So you wouldn't talk to, cause she had like a curtain around her desk. Oh, that's so weird. It's so weird. So creepy. Sit under the desk. And now that's, like, that's the sort of thing where like she could get kicked out of school forever for that. A student can just be like, she showed me her pussy and that would be the end of her. Yeah. And I think she did, but I don't know if it was inadvertent i don't know if it was on purpose because i think she was just so old her pussy lips just, just hung unfurled. on the floor you would just see her like gross like wearing tights but you could just see her, like her, her she was so old that like her legs were wrinkly oh does that make sense that oh it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. how is it wrinkled just there? like she had spider veins and varicose veins and just and the just the cr- loose crepey skin so fucking scary uh, getting old is a nightmare uh Anyway, so Umbridge is like, here, Harry, do you want a drink? She's like being all nice to him. Have something to drink. And he's like, I'm fine. I mean, immediately. I'm like, this is a this is a truth serum. Yeah. A thousand percent. Why would she be nice to him all of a sudden? She's like, have some tea. She's like, have some. Drink up. You're not thirsty. Here you go. Come on. And she also like shoves her back to him and is like making a whole thing of making the tea. Uh And is just like, drink. She's like, 
mandating he and drinks. he's like taking fake sips because he had learned from mad eye moody you never never drink what somebody offers you yeah especially like a fucking mortal enemy yeah so smart smart enough as it is um professor umbridge wants to know where dumbledore is and yeah. harry's like i don't know and she's also like where's serious and he just keeps being like i don't know and she's and like drink up drink up and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking loud boom. Like, explosion level fucking... Mi- what just happened? Like, I'm, I'm imagining, like a, like, a firework factory, like, exploding in the school. Yeah. Just it's, going off. Like, I, I feel like the school got damaged from this. Oh, yeah. No, it's like... It sounds like a bomb going off. This yeah. must have been so terrifying. Let me tell you this. If I was there with my dog, Moki, the whole school would be covered in shit because that's what Moki does yeah. when fireworks go oh, yeah. off. Where's Moki? She fucking shits. I don't know. We're going to find her after this. All right. Um, <laughs> she's around. So, so, all hell's fucking breaking loose. Umbridge bolts out. Umbridge like, has to go. Filch has to go because they're like, what the fuck's going on? Umbridge tries using a stun spell on a uh, firework. So, that is what's going on, by the way. A floor down. There's basically an entire fireworks show. Living mm-hmm. fireworks moving mm-hmm. around. And then Harry runs off as well and he goes and finds Fred and George. And he's like, yo, this is insane. And the twins are laughing their fucking dicks off. Yeah, they're like literally crying. Umbridge tried to stun one of the fireworks. You just said that uh-huh. it explodes. It's like just... You, you can't. And I love that every fucking professor in the school is like doing nothing. nothing. They're just like, well, this is, you know, we don't want to get in the way of your, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't, you run the school. You haven't, you haven't told us, you know, you haven't said what's okay or not. Like so you we haven't don't given wanna... us the authority. Yeah, authority. Yeah, yeah. The authority. Yeah. It's literally what professor Flitwick says. Yeah. And like Umbridge is running around like a mad woman. And she's like, yells it. Filch, like, don't, don't stun them as if a, he could, but also like it was his idea. Yeah. Like fucking. And then Fred and George, uh, because of the, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Their fireworks were so great. Everybody's like, we want your fireworks. They yeah, start so, getting fucking orders for Yeah, them. that's like back in the Gryffindor Tower. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Let's rake up money. Um, and they're already, they're already rolling in money because they got that Potter money. Yeah. So they're fucking, they're really, this they're is ass. amazing guerrilla yeah. marketing. Like the best. So <sighs> that night. Harry goes to bed. And he gets through the door. So we're having the dream again. Dream happens again. Gets through the door, sees these little glass sphere things. Yeah, I have like rows no and idea. rows of I have no idea what these are. These. I'm thinking, I, I don't know why. To me, it feels like maybe those are like memories of the past or something. Or maybe those are like secret powers that like wizards, they're like trapped in each ball. Oh. That can be used. I don't know. Like it's there's like there's like a spell or something in each yeah, ball. in each thing. Interesting. Um, I was like, what could those balls be? What could what could those balls be? What could? It's just what a bunch of Dumbledore's in balls. Those balls. Yeah, he just replaces. That's them. why Dumbledore. Dumbledore. That's why he left. Dumbledore was like, I gotta get to the mysteries. I gotta get my balls. I need my new balls. So he's about to get to like whatever he's getting to. He's like on his way, and then he gets fucking woken a fire, up. A firework wakes him up. Yeah, because these fireworks, by the way are not stopping. They don't end. Oh, they're, yeah, they're still going and everybody's trying to still manage them except for, you know, the staff. (laughs) And then this, this bugged the shit out of me. The next day, Cho sees Harry and she's like, oh my God, Marietta. Like, she's really just such a nice person. Like, it's so, it's, you know, that's not like her, you know? And then Harry's like, no, fuck, fuck you, bitch. Like, no, she's trash. She's a trash monster. And I love that Harry didn't succumb 
to his feelings or let his feelings for Cho get in the way of him letting her know how it is. Yeah, he like thought with his heart and the head on his shoulders, not the one yeah. fucking between his legs. Like, yeah. Uh, thinking with the heart and not with the wandy dick. Yeah, he's like, dude, fuck you. Your girl sucks. Yeah. Because she does. Yeah. And she's like, well, her, you know, her mom works for the ministry and she, and it's like, yeah, no, I under, it's like, she's a 15 year old girl too. That's, she probably got a lot of mixed feelings, but like, yeah. Fuck but like you, you fucking ratted out your friends. Now, as we said, snitches get cystsis. Yeah. She's lucky she didn't get fucking worse than that, bitch. Yeah, I really can't stand her. Anyway, uh, it's occlumency time. It's occlumency time. I'm still trying to figure out what should be fucking happening in occlumency. Is he supposed to be closing off his mind? Is Snape trying to get into his mind? Oh, like, is it all a trap? Yeah, like, is it a it's... trap? I'm still not totally sure about this. Um, of course, I don't trust Snape because the first thing he always does when he starts the class is he takes memories out of his... He takes thoughts out of his head and, memories, and puts yeah. them, memories, whatever, and puts it into the pensive. So, so you I'm just think like, that's, like, shady yeah, information? Yeah, I think that's fucking shady. I think there's something fucking shady about that speculate what what kind of memory make something up um maybe he knows shit about voldemort and he's like i don't want harry getting in here i don't want harry knowing that i'm a secret agent like that he's probably on the dark side yeah he's for sure i don't i think that is exactly what i think i think snape has somehow convinced uh dumbledore that harry really needs this as uh, a ploy to get into Harry's head. So you think he's working for Voldemort? I think he's working for Voldemort, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they're about to get started and Draco interrupts to say that Professor Umbridge needs Snape. Yeah, he's like, come, you know, Umbridge is having a situation with the fireworks. And and also he's like, what are you guys doing down here? And Snape's like, oh, he's here for remedial potions, which is like, great. Yeah. Harry's like, cool. ugh, and fucking Draco's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, so funny. And Snape's like, all right, just come back tomorrow. And he's like, cool, got it. And he just kind of loiters him. in his office, and he leaves him there. And he's leaving. He sees the pensive glowing. So he's like... With the little thoughts on it. I mean... Harry's a sucker for temptation. Also, Harry, Harry like, did some quick math. He was like, all right, well, he's going to go all the way there to where she is. And then that's going to be time of the... Oh, you know what? I'll have enough time to get in there. I just take a... A little sneaky peek. So, so he, Harry hops in the pensive. Just shoves his head in there, falls in, and immediately goes to Snape taking his OWLs years ago, but he sees his father, Sirius, Lupin, and fucking Wormtail. Pedogroup bullshit. And Potter is, his dad, is playing with this uh, little golden snitch, just like tossing it in there, catching it, tossing it in there, catching it. Yeah, because they follow them out after the after the they take it it's a charms test where by the way professor flitwick is still the teacher yeah which is that's so, so funny. crazy and then they go out onto the lawn and harry's like really conscious about like should i follow like how far out of snape's memory can i get because he's trying to like listen yeah, to his Harry dad Harry wants to know what's going on with his dad too yeah he's like observing he's like this is my dad like as a person i'm getting to see him yeah this this whole scene really bummed me out yeah so that whole group of you know it's, the marauders the marauders yeah, so to speak the, Sirius, the Lupin, Pettigrew, uh, James, they go, they sit down on our tree. James is fucking got, he's purposely messing up his hair. He throws a snitch in the air and he's like, he's just an arrogant little shit. He's a fucking douchebag. He is the, he is what Snape had described. He is what Snape had said to Harry is your dad. Yeah. He's a fucking dick full of himself. Um, and they, they basically bully him. They They basically bully Snape. Yeah. They like, it's Sirius and James. They go just like, they're like, oh, it's Snivellus. And Lupin kind of just like turns an eye to it. But like, yeah, that's, I, I gotta be honest. It was a very disappointing moment for me. Yeah. I, uh, I was, uh, 
I had it rough in school at some points. This made me sad that that my boy Black and my boy Lupin. God daddy. My god daddy was and, a bully. And the other part of my spit roast were bullying Snevelis. Yeah. I mean, I Lupin hate wasn't Snape. bullying, but he wasn't yeah, stopping. But like, whatever. I mean, what you're the you're an innocent bystander? No, you're not. You were quiet. Silence is violence. Yeah, silence is compliance. Put it on a billboard. God help uh, us all so they immediately just start like fucking imp- they're doing like casting impediments they basically tie him up upside down with ropes invisible ropes feels like invisible ropes feels very similar by the way to what we what saw they, happen at, to the muggles at the at the quidditch World Cup. yeah yeah so his like underwear are exposed yeah. they're just being dicks and then we hear someone go leave him alone and it's harry's mom this fucking threw me yeah threw me because i still have that theory that he had a thing for Harry's mom. Who? And I, th- I still have a theory that Snape has a thing for Harry's oh, mom. Oh, Snape has a thing for Harry's yeah. mom. So I was like, oh, this is this is where it comes in. This is where it happens. I guess that makes that she's like sticking up for him. Yeah, but then, so she sticks up for him and she's, she's like, like, you're an arrogant bullying toe rag is what she says to, to uh, fucking what James. What a diss, what a diss. And then James is like, I'll put him down if you go out with me. And she's like, I'm never going out with you, you piece of shit. And eventually, I can't remember, she. what did she say Then Snape was like, oh, Snape got like pissed off at her. And he's like, I don't need your help, you mudblood. That's oh yeah, because he immediately went like leave. Like you're sitting there getting your ass kicked, ass but you're still gonna be to you. Ra- That's like if my grandma was being attacked by a group of white burglars, beaten to death, and a nice black man came over. I'm not gonna finish this story. Yeah, we get, we know what's <laughs> happening. Where it's like, oh, you, oh the, maybe fucking don't be so racist. Maybe no, yeah. realize that fucking people aren't the shit. Like whatever the fuck you think. So that moment erased my theory. Your about- racism is keeping you from getting help and yeah. pussy possibly and, i mean and lily is a looker not that i yeah it sounds like she's hot i think she was just being a nice person and yeah. she's someone who you know doesn't when stand that, for that but i was thinking it was gonna be this is why he has this crush on her that makes him hate james because he got lily but it turns out he is a fucking mud bloody elitist or maybe something happens later i don't know and james is like you need to apologize to lily and lily's like oh fuck you james you're just as garbage yeah. she doesn't say fuck you but she's like like you're a douchebag. She makes fun of him for being a douchebag. She's like, you mess up your hair and like you show off and you think you're cool and it's disgusting. You make me sick. That's what he said. And then she bounces and then James goes back to torturing Snape. Yeah. And then Harry doesn't get to see the rest of it because he gets pulled out of the pensive by none other than Snape. Snape, who's fucking pissed. pissed. I mean, my heart dropped all the way down into my asshole. When he pulled him out. Oh my God. I was like, you're done. I'm like, Professor Snape's going to fucking kill you. Yeah. He like, but he throws... does something worse than that. He's like, you know what? Your occlumency oc- lessons are done. You and need it's to like... sort out your priorities. What? <laughs> you think that's worse than being killed? Like, yeah. Cause that, that's as good as Harry being dead. Maybe based on how important everybody is saying Harry, how important these classes are for Harry. Yeah, but based on what you said earlier, is a little of you thinking that now Snape's fucking up what his job's supposed to be for Voldemort because of his pride? Yeah. Like that he's going absolutely. like, no, I'm not going to do it. And it's like, oh, because he fucking almost saw your little wiener dangle out upside yeah, yeah. down as a kid. Fuck you. Um, and he's like, you're done. Get out. He throws a jar of cockroaches at Harry as Harry leaves. That's really it's, funny. And like... The chapter ends with Harry feeling like super fucked up because he actually feels bad for Snape because of the way his father and the guys were treating him. Yeah. Like 
this guy who Harry always like when people would go, Oh, you remind me of your father. He would go, Oh my God, that's so cool. My dad must've been so cool. And he's like, yeah, this is the, this is exactly what Snape was saying. Like he was, Snape was right. Snape was right the whole time about how shitty my dad was, which is, I think a very hard thing to, Oh, and it's so I, that, that kind of broke my heart for Harry and it broke my heart for Snape too. Well, even I mean, though even though he did call Lily a mudblood and that was gross and infuriating, I was like, oh man, this dude is in pain. Yeah, it, I mean, he was clearly extremely bullied, which will fuck with someone's psyche for the rest of their life. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said, and we can look at like, you know, people in like these figures in cancel culture about how how hard it is to have this idea of who someone is yeah. and find out they're it they have this sick dark side. Yeah. Um, that's a very hard thing to cope with. <sighs> All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with chapter 29. Chapter 29. We're back. All right. This chapter is- 29 is called career careers advice. What are you thinking when you hear career advice? I don't know. Is this like career day? Because I had a career day at my school. You they did? brought in a bunch of random people to talk about what they do. And did any of them appeal to you? None. Zero. Not a one. I mean, they've got their OWS spoke. Up. I spoke at my uh, high school career day. They, br- they invited me back to talk about stand-up comedy. Really? And one of the kids was like, I want to be a stand-up comic. What do you recommend? I'm like, well, skip college. And my one of my old English teachers there was like, Nicole. What are you getting money from do colleges? not. Tell, no, because he's like, the parents will be pissed because it's a prep school. So everybody there is like being like bred to go to colleges. That's fucking stupid. It's like, yeah, don't waste your money if your kid's not going to be. Yeah. But he was like, do not say that because the kids are going to repeat that to their parents. And then the parents are going to come back being like, what kind of fucking career day did you have? You had, you had a comedian come in and tell my son I, he doesn't need to go to college. Yeah, to be a comedian, he doesn't. Maybe if you have a kid that wants to yeah. be a comedian, you should look at your fucking parenting because you probably fucked up. Yeah. He wants to be a comedian because you failed. Yeah, you didn't love him enough. And now he's desperate for people to look at him. <laughs> anyway. I miss being on stage. So Hermione's like, why? You know, if Hermione's I- like, what? No more occlumency? Oh, and Snape is like, don't fucking say a word of this to anyone. Yeah, because I mean, and Harry's like, okay, my lips are sealed. I will not say anything. And then he has to tell the peeps that he's not doing occlumency anymore. And Harry's and uh, Hermione's like, why not? Yeah, and he's like, oh, Snape just thought I was like good enough to do it on my own, so we're pretty pretty much good to go. And Hermione, the smartest witch in the West, is uh, like bullshit, nah. but whatever. And then she asks about Cho, and Harry is not interested even in the conversation. Yeah, because Harry is just fucking fixated on the fact that he has been duped. Yeah, his he dad, thought his is dad a was dick. a hero, but his dad's really a dick, which is hard. And also, and he was wondering, and I was wondering. It seems like his mom really hated his dad. Yeah. And to think that it comes around at some point. That's crazy. To Harry being like, uh, to her being like, yeah, I want to marry you. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like there's a probably that there's that part of his head that's like, did she, I mean, did he like force her to marry him? Like what the fuck? She clearly hated him. Ugh, it's a whole thing. So Harry really wants to talk to Sirius about what happened. Yeah. So Ginny's given him this Easter egg and he's like, 
And Jenny's like, oh, we, I can help you make that happen. Fred and George, let's talk to Fred and George about it. Yeah, he's like, she's like, they can do anything. If there's anyone who can buck the system, it's my fucking bonehead brothers. Yeah. So at this point, they're having this career thing where yeah. you are required to go meet with your head of house, so McGonagall for Harry, to talk about your potential career path. Yeah, I mean... I think this is, I wish my school would have done this. I wish my high school guidance counselor would have been like, what are you interested in? Well, here's some classes you're going to need for the colleges you want to go to. Cause then maybe I would have fucking taken them instead of being in yearbook, student government and choir. Mm -hmm. It was fun though. Anyway. All right. So that's a, that's a thing that's on the horizon is that Harry's going to have to meet with McGonagall. That's a whole thing. Fred and George come up to Harry in the Gryffindor common room. And they're like, we can evening. get you in touch with Sirius Black. They have a plan. So and then we're going to plan a diversion. Yeah. And Hermione's like, cause, cause they're going to do the flu thing. And Hermione's like, uh, Umbridge is monitoring all the fireplaces. So it doesn't matter if you create a diversion. They're like, mm, not hers. So. Yeah. So hers isn't being, um, watched. Yeah. So they're like, you can use that to go talk to Sirius. Yeah. They're like, we're going to cause the whole thing. And mm -hmm. then you go in there. Bippity boopity. Bippity boopity bop. Do and, your thing. Uh, and Hermione is like adamantly against it. She's she, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And the whole day he's like, I'm going to do it. All just night. The next but day. But it's like fucking with her head. Yeah. Oh, Harry has his first potions class with Snape since the whole incident. Which it's fucking, you know, awkward. And Snape ignores him, which is honestly best case scenario. Mm -hmm. Like, thank God. And then Harry at the end of class has to turn in his potion. This pissed me off. Um, And Harry did it right. Harry's not great at potions. Yeah, because he was being ignored. He wasn't being hassled. So he doesn't have that pressure of like, oh my God, mm -hmm. someone's looming over me. And then fucking Snape breaks his flask. Yeah. On Oops, quote accident. accident. Yeah. Um, and then Harry's like, oh, well, I'll go get more. But Hermione had already cleaned, cleaned up, up his shit. So it's all gone. So he fucking fails that. And he's pissed. He almost forgets that he has to go to this career advice shit. But then. So he heads off to that. Umbridge is in there too with her fucking clipboard and her. Ahem. 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 So. You know, when asked, Harry tells McGonagall, like, you know, I think maybe I, I might want to be an or. Yeah. Which it, is, I still am like, yeah, I feel like her, Hermione could be an or. Like, that's how good you have to be. Well, yeah. And that's what McGonagall emphasizes. Yeah. is like, you know, you got to have really high test scores in a yeah. lot of subjects. And, and then Mag and then fucking Umbridge is there doing the. <clears throat> and then and then McGonagall goes on. She's like, yeah, you know, you have to have really high test scores. And uh, you're just going to have to work harder. She just keeps ignoring Umbridge. And then she does her <laughs> again. And McGonagall is like, do you need a cough drop? Yeah. Right. Because she's just such a fucking cunt. And then Umbridge is like, I'm wondering if he has the temperament to be an aura. And then McGonagall just is like, um, ignores, ignores her, her again. And then Umbridge points out how poorly he's doing in defense against the dark arts. And McGonagall's like, no, he does great when he has a, a real, real teacher, teacher teaching shit. Yeah. So basically jabbing at like if there was a competent teacher, I'm positive he'd be doing yeah. well. And Umbridge is pretty fucking salty about and that. And then she says, this boy has as much of a chance as becoming an or as Dumbledore has of ever returning to this school. And McGonagall's like, all right, so pretty good chance then. Yeah, so then he's, he's he'll be an or for sure. A very good chance then. A very good chance then. You really do a great, you know whose voice you do well? You do the Weasleys well. You like capture their essence when you do the Weasley voice. I think you just mean Ron because his voice is always in panic. Harry, but what about the spiders? Um, uh, the but the you did the twins well. Oh yeah, because the, 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 I, I picture them as like, like what a we? Yeah, when you do that one. Oh yeah, 
What are we, next door neighbors? They remind me of the birds. I picture the birds in Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Like, those like vultures or whatever that mm-hmm. are like, oh, now don't start that again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Umbridge, you know, speaking of of Dumbledore, Umbridge starts, you know, going over her conspiracy theory of, of how Dumbledore is trying to make his way into the Ministry of Magic. And she's also like, Harry's never going to work for the yeah. Ministry of Magic. And then McGonagall's just pissed because Umbridge is doing this whole fucking conspiracy. And she's like, if it's the last thing I do, Harry Harry's going to be-, be a fucking horror. I will do everything. Everything in my power yeah. to make sure he beca- I will not rest until this boy is the greatest horror who ever lived. Uh, so anyways, 5 then p.m. hits. 5 p.m. hits. All hell breaks loose because the twins are running a diversion. So Harry grabs his invisibility cloak and the knife gets to Umbridge's office, gets in there, gets into the fireplace, sticks his head through and sees Lupin and Sirius both at home. Yeah. And he is like, like, hey, uh, they're like, is everything OK? He's like, yeah, everything's OK. I just. What the fuck is the deal? Yeah. Why are you, were you guys such dicks? He asked about the memory. Snape just says like, oh, well, your dad was bored. And it's yeah, like, and he's bored. also like, we were fucking young asshole kids. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, this was a phase he was going through. Yes, he was. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah. he was a piece of shit, but we yeah. were also 15 yeah, everybody years old. Everybody was an asshole when they were 15. And it's like, um, I'm not that much um, of an asshole. And he's like, oh, and also, how did my mom ever come around to dating my dad. She seemed to hate him. And they're like, Oh, by seventh year, she was all about that dick. So and Harry's still like, I don't fucking, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. And then a Lupin, of course, being the fucking one responsible one is like, okay, how did professor Snape feel when he caught you yeah. doing all this? And he's like, Oh, he canceled my lessons and they flip out. Yeah. It, they're like, what the fuck? They're just like, we are going to have to talk to him. I mean, Sirius was literally like, I'm coming up there, which is like fucking Sit down, dude. Relax. Yeah. But then, and t- they the conversation ends because Harry hears like a rustling, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, I gotta get out of here." Yeah. Throws on his invisibility cloak just in time, right after he pulls out of the fire. Filch is coming in, and he's like looking for the approval for whipping form. He's been waiting for years to be allowed to whip students, as we said before, and he's like, "This is it. This, this is, is my time. I'm gonna be able to whip a student." And he and Harry like sneaks out, rushes past the past Filch down to the entrance hall to see the whole commotion. And there is a giant crowd collected in a circle around Fred and George. And Fred and George have been nabbed. Yeah. And Umbridge oh, is screaming my at them. God. They this, turned the hallway into a swamp. This was awful. I was like, they're never getting out of this. They're done. They're expelled from school. That's over. It's yeah. over for them. And, and it was over for them. She's like, I mean, like she was ready to fucking hammer into them. And she's like, you are going to regret this, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I think we're done here. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred and George are like, I think we, I think we've outgrown yeah, I think, full-time I think education. Good? What do you I'm think, good. George? I'm good. Like, you good? You want to get the brooms? Yeah. And they just go Osseo brooms, fucking brooms, rip off the wall, dragging chains behind so them. I can't wait to see this in the movie. Boom. Hop on the broomsticks bounce out but on their way out they're like hey everybody come see us weasley's wizard wheezes at number 93 diagon alley special discount to hogwarts students who swear they're going to use our products to get rid of this old bat like they're like special discount if you fuck up this cunt's life and they're like and on his way out he sees the uh, he sees peeves the poltergeist fred does or fred fred does and he's like give him hell yeah and then they just straight up fly out of Hogwarts. They're like, peace the fuck out. <sighs> Who's going to get them in their trunks? <laughs> yeah. They just left with nothing, but whatever. Mrs. Weasley's going to be I pissed, mean, that but was who cares? quite a dick dropping. Well, also that they have a brick and mortar in Diagon Alley. Yeah. That's I'm really, like they, when I, when that was revealed, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to f- 
for everyone to be like, how the fuck did they get that place? We know why they got that place, but nobody else does. It's like they and just... everyone's about to find out about Harry, the patron saint. Yeah. The fu- and if you want to be a patron saint, <laughs> if you want to be a patron saint, please patronize our Patreon. Patreon.com slash two fill the nerds. Yeah, shit's getting crazy. They just dropped their dicks and people, and I know they're like, did they buy this with skiving snack boxes? All right. So check us out on Twitter and uh, Instagram if you want to follow us. This is where the episode's coming to an end at two filthy nerds. Um, and we've got merchandise. So get over on our Instagram link, it'll take you to our merch table. We've got. Uh, cool stuff to help benefit trans lives. We've got mm-hmm. just fucking really cool outlines of serious. Who's your daddy? Serious black shirts. Um, we have new masks that are going to be coming out, uh, I believe, tomorrow. They're going to say filthy. So you can wear a mask that says filthy. So you can just send pandemonium to everyone around you. Mm-hmm. And if you have not already, if we could implore you to please hit that subscribe button on your podcast app. Please leave a review. And most importantly, tell a friend about us. Even if they haven't read Harry Potter, it's like, well, fucking get the summary from binging on us. If you don't want to read it, get our dirty, crazy version. Yeah. Find a friend who's, yeah, unfamiliar and spread the word and keep, keep listening. We'll see you. See you next episode. We love you guys. See you. See you uh, on the, on the flip side. Yeah. Okay. That sounds cool, right? Flip side. See you on the flip side. You sound out of touch. Like a mom out of touch. Mom. Fuck. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.